0: Please do not listen to this story during the Emea sviro or during the three weeks. Thank you. Hello, children, and welcome back. To Corbin Bias Shane. Actually, it's the first part of Corbin Bias Shane. But I want to tell you this story. This story is a very sad story. And there afterwards I will tell you that the uh the Modi Lambda Modi come introduce yourself. Hi, I was the narrator for Corbin by Station*. remember me? Yes, yes, yes. So he will Arrange for there to be another story, a comforting one, after listening to a by isolation and Cheney. uh, Yes, by the way, if any of you aren't sure, me, Morty Lumner, and I am the one who records all this great kosher content for you to enjoy. Now, let's get on to this very sad story of Corbin Bayesheni. Yes, that's what I was just getting up to. In the times of the second base of there was a rich in Jerusalem who wanted to make a big banquet. He gave his servant a list of people. By the way, this is a story based on the Gemara, Gittin, Daph, Nun Hay Ahmed Bayes, and Nun Vav Ahmed Alice. He gave his servant a list of people to invite to the party. One of the names on the list was his good friend, Kamsar. The servant read the list and hurried to invite everyone. But he made one mistake. Instead of inviting Kamsa, he accidentally invited a man with a similar name, Bal Kamsa, who happened to be the rich man's enemy. I'm surprised that I'm being invited to this party. When the messenger came to us, maybe my enemy would like to make up with me, and that's why he's asking to come. I would also like to make up with him. I will go to his banquet. Arcamza got dressed in his finest clothes. Sorry for that interrup- interruption. I was thought I was supposed to read the script. It's fine, boss. I'll just go on. Poor Kamsa got dressed in his finest clothes and went to the party. When he got there, he found himself a seat, washed his hands, and began to eat. At the head table sat the rich man, surrounded by some of the great Rabanim of Yerushalayim. In the middle of the party, the rich man stood up and began to rock around the room, welcoming many friends and relatives who had been invited. Suddenly, he noticed Balcamsa. What are you doing here? asked the rich man. You are my enemy! Get out! three cheeks turned red, and then white, and then purple. I don't care how many colors your face can change into. Leave the party! I came because you're so- your servant in. I came, because your servant invited me. Please don't make me leave in the party in front of everyone. I'll pay you back everything that I eat and drink, so it won't even cost you money. No! young. Yeah. I want you out of here! I will pay for a happy little banquet if you just let me stay. No! I want you out! We'll pay for the entire bounty. Just let me stay. I know the room had become quiet and everyone watched as the rich man shouted, No! You may not stay here no matter what! And with that, he grabbed poor bar and dragged him out of the hall. Now, not only was Barthamsa embarrassed, but he was also very mad. All the people on the party saw what the man did and no one stopped him. Not even the rabbonim. that must mean they agree with what he did. I will find a way to get back at them. Barthamsa went back to, went to the Roman Emperor. The Jews. The Jews are rebelling against you," lied Barcanta, who himself was a Jew. If you don't believe me, you can test them yourself. Send an animal to the base and see if it will bring, if the Jews will bring it as a carbon. That sounds
1: like a good idea.
0: He, the Emperor said. He knew that even non-Jew is allowed to bring a carbon to the base of my dosh, as long as it does not have a blem- mum, a blemish. I will bring a carbon to the base of my dosh. I will send an animal with comes to the base of my dosh we will see what happens. If the Jews do not bring my animals to the carbon, then I will know that Bartom's words are true. And the Jews are rebelling against me. This story, this ha- kind of hatred was typical in Eretz roll. In Eretz roll there was an overdose of sinasrinam. And even one drop of it is an overdose. Because sinaschinam, if you don't know what that means, sinam means hatred. So sinaschinam means hatred without a purpose. So in Eretz Yisrael, there was a lot of hatred without purpose. A lot of sinaschinam. Our on the wood. The emperor chose a beautiful cow. This one should do it. Barcumceau, take it to Yerushalayim. Meanwhile, as Barcumceau is walking to Yerushalayim. Now I'll give them what they deserve. Okay. Here, little cow. You are so beautiful. Now I will cut somewhere on your face. The... Chachomim have a swear on the face it was. Some people say it was on the lips, somewhat. some say on the eye. Non-Jews don't consider this type of blemish to be a mom, but the Jewish people do. When the great and the base HaMikdash saw moment they refused to bring the animal as a carbon. bomb. sent the message to the emperor, saying that his test
1: had worked.
0: What do you say? The Jews didn't accept my carbon They deserve to get killed. As the mighty Roman general led his army towards Jerusalem, he suddenly began to worry. Although he knew that the Jews had sinned to Hashem and deserved to be punished, he was afraid that Perhaps Hashem would still save them. He decided to make signs with magic, just as Nebuchadnezzar had in, I believe, Chorban Bayes Rishonah 1. I think so. Check all of them. Okay. Whatever. The general took an arrow and shot it towards the east and went straight to Yerushalayim. He shot an arrow towards the west, he turned and went straight to Yerushalayim. Then he shot then he shot arrows to north and south. When these arrows too turned to Yerushalayim, the general understood that this Time had come for Jerusalem to be destroyed and Hashem would allow him to carry out his mission. Before the general um before the, the general had before he destroyed Yerushalayim, he wanted to know if Hashem would would punish him for doing what he did. He saw some young children on their way home from Geder and went up to them, one of them.
1: Tell me, little boy.
0: (laughs) Tell me, little boy, what did you learn in school today? We learned a passage from the back of your castle. Answered the child. It says that one day Hashem will punish Edom for the terrible things they did to the Jewish people. Oh no, I realize what Hashem was sending me a message. After all, the Romans are a nation from Edom. I do not want to attack. You shall am. I will escape. Indeed, he escaped. And he became a no one No Roman soldier could ever find him again. And the famous Tanner Mayer was one of his great-grandchildren. The Wicked General Aspicianus took over the Roman army. and led it to Jerusalem. When he tried to fight against the city, he realized that the Jews were stronger and braver than he thought. He did not know how he would win over them. Finally, he thought of a plan. He and his soldiers surrounded the city, like Nebuchadnezzar and did not let anyone bring in food or water. Aspicianus knew that without Anything to eat or drink, the Jewish people would become so hungry and weak that they would have to give up. Three very rich men lived in Jerusalem at that time. Their names were Naktimun ben baba Ben Sitzis, and Ben Sitzis HaKessas. And they saw the people were beginning to suffer from hunger. They went there. Uh, there up on them. one of the rich men said, "I will, I will, give the people of Jerusalem as much wheat and barley as they need." Another man said, "I will give them wine, salt, and oil." A third one said, "I will give them wood for cooking and heating." These men were so rich, they had enough to keep in their storehouses to keep the people alive for 21 years. The Rabbanim were very happy that the people would have food to eat. They thanked the rich men for their help. Still, the Rabbanim understood that it was better to make peace with the Romans. There was a group of strong and wild Jews called the Beryonim. Who did not want to listen to the rabbonim? They said, We will
1: not allow anyone to
0: give up! We must fight against the Romans! They, they even guarded the gates of the city to make sure no one went outside to make peace with the Romans. But Birionim went wanted the Jews to fight, but they knew as long as the people had food to eat and wood to burn, they would not feel a need to go to war. In order to force the Jews to fight, the Beryonim did a horrible thing. They took torches and burned down the storehouses that belonged to the three rich men. That was the beginning of a terrible hunger
1: in the city that lasted a long, long.
0: One day, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, the Godel Hadar, was walking through the streets of Jerusalem when these other people boiling something in the pot. How big they get food to cook? Wondered Rabbi Yochanan, when he looked closely, he saw that they were boiling straw in the water. The people have nothing to eat we will never be able to win against Ospisianus by the army. I must meet with Aspicianus myself and see what I can do to help my people. The leader of Rabjoinem was a man named Abba Sikara. He was the nephew of Rabjoinem Benzakai. Rabjoinem sent him a message asking him to secretly come meet with him. Abba agreed. When Abba arrived, Orgavichnam said, I know that you and your friends guard the gates of the city to make sure no one goes out to the Romans, but I need a favor from you. Please find a way for me to get out of the city. Abba to help his uncle, but he did not want to make the other join angry. He thought for a moment, and then he said, I have an idea. The billion allow the people to leave the city in order to bury someone who has died. Pretend that you are sick. A little while later, spread the news that you have died. Two of your students who you know the truth then should carry your bed out, and, out of the city.
1: Abignienerman
0: was thankful, thanked his nephew for the advice, and followed the plan. No, he was allowed to do this in order to save people's lives. Soon afterwards, the news spread that Rabbi Nienerman was very sick. Sa- Finally, it was announced that he was niftah. People of Yerushalayim were going Afterwards, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua left the gates of the city. The Baryonim were not convinced that Rabbi Eliezer had really died. Let's make sure, let's stick here his body make sure he's dead. Do you want the Romans to say that they just stuck spears in the robbery? Yes, that was sick. The agreed not to poke the body. They opened the gate and let the small group out of Talmidim carried Rabbi Yechanan until they got to a big open field. When they were sure no one was watching, they ran towards the Roman camp together. And they got there, Rabbi went to Auspicianus and said, Peace to you, emperor! You deserve to die for calling me the emperor, said. I am only in general, but soon you will become them. But you will soon become the emperor. As they were speaking, a messenger arrived from Rome. I have important what You, your Majesty. The Roman emperor has died, and you, as Aspes, general Aspicianus, have been Choose to become the new emperor. Long live the emperor. And the emperor arrived. When the messenger arrived, he was in the middle of putting on his shoes. When he tried to put on his second shoe, it did not fit. It had suddenly become too small. He tried removing the shoe that was already on his foot, but it was too tight and he couldn't get it off. What
1: is this happening? So, your shoes
0: don't fit because you heard good news. Your shoes don't fit because you hold good news. told us that good news made about a person's body swell. If a man who was an enemy is brought before you, will become upset and your feet will go back to your normal size. As soon as aspisianus did this, his shoes fit him perfectly. I see you, are very I see you are a very wise man. I would like to do something for you, but, but I will be going back to Rome soon, and my son Titus will lead the army instead of me. Before I leave, tell me, how can I help you? My greatest wish. Have the my greatest wish is that Yerushalayim and Besamekdash should be saved. But I know that if I ask for too much, especially won't listen and my chance to help my people will be wasted. Instead, I will ask for a few smaller things. Turning to Aspicianos, he said, My first request is to save the town of Yavne together with all of its hachum. My second request is to protect the family of Rabban Gamliel, the nurse. My third request is to bring expert factors to cure Rabb Rab And As they were speaking, Rabban Yehannon Benzakai. Rabban Yehannon Benzakai. Rabbi Yefman Ben it sent his two students to get Rabbi When they brought him, Rabbi Yefman stood up in respect. What is so special about this skinny old man that you are stitching up in his honour? This man was so great that if you oh, there would be just one more person like him, the city of You would never be able to destroy it, even if you came with an army twice the size. I've never seen anyone so skinny, like, he's so skinny that you could, when he eats you can see the food going down his throat. Why does he look like that? He has fasted for the last four years to beg Hashem not to destroy our holy day, Every night after his fast, he sucks out the juice of the figs and pours away the fruit because his body cannot digest it. Now he is sick and very weak and needs doctors to kill him. I agree to all your requests. Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai was really saving all of Israel with his requests. To save all of Yavne and Yitzchakim in order to be sure that the Torah learning was always among the Jewish people. Yes, to save the family of Rabbin Gamliel because they come from David and and Moshiachon. They will come from them. We are waiting for the day when Moshiach. When the base amikdash will be rebuilt and the R- Shia will come take the Jewish people back to Eretz Israel. Now let me give you a feeling of what the hunger was like. Like, this is a true story. It is based on the Gemara that Nun Vav Ahmed Ares. And the Romans surrounded Yerushalayim for three years and during that time the hunger was very bad. Marissa, the daughter of Baisis, was the wealthiest woman in Yerushalayim in those days. She lived in a beautiful mansion with many servants and ate only the most expensive foods. She lived in a treasure house filled with gold and silver one day she told called out to one of her servants to please go to the market and buy me some bread made of fine flour the servant left to the marketplace but by the time they got there there was no Not the type of flour that that Marcel wanted was all gone. He came back and said there is no
1: there is no
0: more bread made of fine flour but there is white bread. Then go bring me some white bread. Afterwards afterwards he returned even the white bread the white bread is is gone but the the only thing left is cheaper quality bread Give me some of that later the servant returned the only kind of bread that they have is made of barley bread flour. What, what would you like me to do? All her life, Marcel had only eaten the finest bread. But now, there was only bread of the poor man. But now, she was willing to do anything to get something to chew on. Get me the barley bread. By the time the servant got there, there was no more
1: barley bread. (coughs) There's
0: nothing left in the marketplace to buy. Miles, I cannot believe you. I will go
1: out myself uh, also,
0: the richest lady in the bush line works starving, looking for food, searching the ground for something to eat. Lying at the side of the road, partly covered by some pebbles, was a dried out fig. Its juice had already been sucked out by the great red soda. No other choice. Marisa picked up the fig and ate what was left of it. She became nauseous from eating it. She got very sick. When she realized she was about to die, she took all of her gold and silver and threw it into the marketplace
1: good is money. If I have nothing to buy with it. No food in the entire Lion
0: This was how bad the hunger was in the Yerushalayim. The hunger that was going on in Eretz Israel. Such was a sad time. This story is this part of the story is based on the Talmud Yerushalmi, the Gemara Yerushalmi, Tynus, Perik parik, Dalad, Four, Five, Perik Dalad, Five. One of the most wonderful things about having the Beis Amikdash is that we could bring nice and get forgiveness for our rice Every morning and every afternoon, the Qayhanim would bring a sheep as a carbon. The sheep was brought every day of the year. Even on Shabbos and Yom Tov, since this carbon was always brought, no matter what day it is, it's called carbon Tammid because Tammid means always. As long as the carbon and was brought in the base the enemy was not allowed to was not allowed. The is protect the Yoruba. So so the enemy couldn't Come in. So
1: and the,
0: Finally, during the time of the hunger, there was no more sheep in order to bring the twelve to so the Kahanim thought of an idea they took two baskets and filled them with gold coins they as they put gold coins in the baskets and they put in a note with the gold coins It Let's listen as they write the note every day. Okay. I think I do want to appeal to the better side of you. I don't think they have any better sides. Whatever. But we must try. We, we want to... Get, we want to, uh, get, we want to, uh, uh, what should I write? Uh, we want to, we want to, um, appeal to the better sides of you, like we said before. Again, I told you, they don't have any. Whatever, I, I must try. Oh. And we want to send down these gold coins, and in return we ask, we ask but only for two lambs a day. They will Every day we will send you all these coins. Period, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. That should do it. And they sent down this letter every day. And every day, the Roman soldiers would send up a lamb. But one day, on Shiva the Thomas, the 17th day of Thomas, the Krihanim sent down the two baskets of gold coins as they did every morning. But this time the soldiers did not send up back two lambs. Instead, those wicked men sent up two pigs. When the Krihanim began to pull up the back baskets, and of course, they had no idea what was inside. But before the baskets reached the top of the wall, the it stuck its hooves in the walls of Yerushalayan. This caused Aretz's Hall to shake like it does during an earthquake. That day, no colonists were brought in the base of so the city was not protected. The enemy was finally able to break down the walls and enter
1: Yerushalayan.
0: Then Aspicianus surrounded the Arusha lion. He divided his army into four groups. He told each one of his group to camp near a different side of the city. Before he went back to Rome, he commanded the officers in charge of each group to attack and destroy the side of the city nearest to them. And Shiva saw the on the seventeenth day of Tamas. <laughs> The wicked Titus and his armies broke down the walls around Yerushalayim. When they entered the city, they counted thousands of people and put thousands of others in chains to be taken back with them to Rome. Soldiers reached the wall around Arabais, each was ordered to break down the wall nearest to them. The soldiers on the north side destroyed the northern wall. South, south, southern wall. East side uh, destroyed the eastern wall, but the soldiers on the west side were unable to destroy the west, western wall. As hard as they destroy, tried, they could not break it down. Finally, they gave up and entered the area of the Byzantine to a different time. When back in Rome, Anastasius sold them. One of the walls around the way, something that should not been destroyed. He became angry. called on the officer before him and then he asked, "Why didn't you follow my command?" Uh, your Majesty, I did it for your honor, and for all four walls, been destroyed. Nobody would know how strong Yerushalayim once was. I left one wall standing so that everyone would realize your great power. After all, your auntie succeeded in destroying such a strong city. You have answered well, but you did not listen to me, and you cannot get away with that. Off with his head. What was the real reason? The army was not able to destroy the western side. Because Hashem promised that the Shekhinah would never leave the western side, the Kaysel HaMaravi. Even today, when they no longer have a base people will come all over the world to Daven at the Kaysel HaMaravi because Hashem's Shekhinah is always there. Just three weeks after the Roman army entered the city Titus and it led his men to Beesemigdash itself. It was such a uh, show that it wasn't enough for uh, just to destroy Beesemigdash. They wanted to cut the Shackadosh, the holiest place on earth. And even the coin that goes only once a year. He spelled out a safer taro on the floor and treated it terribly in order to make Hashem angry on the said day they of On the same day that the first base Hamitash was destroyed. Tito set the base amigash on fire. When he looked up, he saw that the fire had already burned the building that was all Ready they burned. Both the first base Amikdash, and the second base Amikdash, were were built by people, so it's possible for them to be destroyed by people. The third base Amikdash, will be built by Hashem. The third base Amikdash, will be built by Hashem himself, since he will be the one to build it, no one person i will have the power to destroy it and though it will be happy forever. And it'll last forever. This is story was this part was based on Echo Rabbo. On the Kino sixteen, Kitten Daff Daf Nun based. The name the volume 426, you see from chapter Rabbi 26. Nowadays, in order to remember the chorban at any chasna, the chasn under the chubba will step on the glass, Zechel chorban. This part of the story will be based on getting. It's like a Gittin. Death. <coughs> None. Vov. Omid um, Bees. And Reises Rabo. seven. Titus will get punched, don't worry. The sun shone brightly over the calm sea as Tito sat on the deck of his ship sailing back to Rome. He sat on the deck of his ship sailing back to Rome. He smiled proudly as he thought of the war he had fought against the Jewish people. He was excited to show his friends the precious treasures that he had stolen from the base Hamitos. Suddenly strong winds began to fall, and terrible winds began to blow. The ship started to sink. Titus immediately understood that Hashem was punishing him for all the terrible things that he had done to the Eden. It seems to me that the God of the Jews has power only in and water. He, he punished Pyro's army with the waters of the Amshel. And now he wants to punish me too with water. He also punished the world with the marble that was also with water.
1: If Hashem is really strong, let him fight against me on dry land.
0: As soon as these words were said, the winds quieted and the ocean became calm again. The Baskull called out to Titus, You wicked man! You wicked man, I have a little creature in this world that is called a net. Go up on dry land and try to fight against my
1: teeny net. We are going to get to Rome in, oh, I'd say around 20 minutes. Oh, I see Rome. Oh. 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 Baruch idols were safe. Oh, oh it's a tyrant ship.
0: As soon as Titus got off the ship, a net flew into his nose and climbed up his head into his brain and started pecking on his brain. If you enjoyed the story you just heard my master story more how you show to be sure to look out for his podcast on Anchor Golden Gold Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Bye ba- and breaker. Bye
1: bye. you so Tishka. Þið skræð, þið skræð ég mínu og ég með ská þeir,